It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's nighttime with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's news radio. Well, it's hour number four on a Tuesday night here. And uh, thank you very much, Dan Watkins. Appreciate um, you are keeping us up to date as to what's going on around the world. And, of course, big disappointment for the Bruins fans tonight. They're now down three games to two to the Carolina Hurricanes, otherwise known as the Hartford Whalers from a time past. And they, um, they're they pretty close, pretty darn close uh, to... Um, to finishing this thing and um, guess what we have some breaking news ladies and gentlemen I'm pleased to inform you the Red Sox have just beaten the world champion Atlanta Braves 9-4 to the Red Sox are back there's no question about that the, the curse of 2022 has been broken and that is your breaking news they just finished the game momentarily you heard it here first on Nightside. Now the Red Sox did win tonight, nine to four, down in um, hot hot Atlanta. Um, the uh, winning picture, winning pit, pit, pitcher for the Red Sox, uh, will be a uh, new relief pitcher whose name uh, Tyler Danish. I think he um, he picks up the win tonight. Red Sox had a um, grand slam home run from um, Devers. That's that's not bad in the um, in the second inning. Uh, when they exploded for six runs. Okay, we're not here to talk about sports, no. We are here to talk about issues that impact you. And there's an issue, well, there's a couple of issues, and they're kind of related, okay? So bear with me on this one. I would love to know, what is the status? If any of you out there are parents right now, uh, and you are wondering um, where you're going to find baby baby formula, there is a dearth of baby formula in the United States of America. It seems to me that there used to be a time when we would look around the world and would say, oh my God, in this, in this uh, country in Asia, or this country in South America, this country in Africa, uh, they don't even have baby formula. Now, I don't know, for those of you who are not new parents, you may be unaware of this, but according to CNN, the out-of-stock rate for baby formula hovered between 2 and 8% in the first half of 2021. Now, that was a period of time. Um, the pandemic had been with us for a year, uh, and um, something happened. Something happened because the shortage of baby formula began rising sharply in July. Uh, between November 21st uh, and early April this year, okay, the out-of-stock rate of baby formula jumped to 31%, okay? And then that rate in the month of April, in just three weeks in April, increased another 9%, which stands now at 40% nationwide. In six states, 
Iowa, South Dakota, North Dakota, Missouri, Texas, and Tennessee, more than half of baby formula was completely sold out during the week starting April 24th. So this has been a problem for a while. Um, seven states had between 40 and 50% of baby formula products out of stock as early as April. 26 states, half the country, now struggling with supply questions. Now, I guess there's been some shutdown of some uh, facilities, an Abbott Nutrition Facility in Sturgis, Michigan, uh, by the FDA. Uh, and um, there have been some recalls of uh, some brands of powdered baby formulas um, because of potential bacterial infections. But how can it be that in the United States of America, we can have a shortage of baby formula? That, to me, is just... Um, totally mind-blowing it's as simple as that i mean in this country in the in the country that you and i live in the united states of america we have a shortage of baby formula now we got another problem in this country and that's inflation the president spoke about it today he says inflation is his top priority um tomorrow morning the consumer price index will be uh released for uh for last month uh for the month of april uh it jumped up uh, in March, uh, actually above 8%, uh, which was the highest month-to-month in 40 years. We'll have to see what happens tomorrow. Um, and I'm going to check during the break here. I'm going to check Dow futures because sometimes the smart people in uh, in the stock market can kind of figure out what's going to happen tomorrow, although this stuff is supposed to be total secret. I don't know if you remember the movie Trading Places with, um, I think, Dan Aykroyd and uh, Eddie, um, Eddie Murphy many years ago. Um, let me see the futures here for tomorrow. Well, the futures are up a little bit today. Um, the Dow is up a little bit uh, on the overnight. That might be a, a good a good sign, but we'll have to worry about that. So the president today, the president had a lot of comments about inflation. So my question is, has the president woken up to inflation too late? Um, that is going to be my question when we come back. I'll tell you, the, let me finish with um, one soundbite from the president today. He's asked about when will we see prices come down? Um, and um, he seems confused by the question and doesn't instill a lot of confidence. Uh, Rob, play cut 64, please. How long do you think it will be until we see prices coming down? I'm not going to predict that. It ranges depending on what economists you're talking to by the end of this year. And some say it's going to be it's going to increase next year. But there's others say by the end of this year, you're going to see it come down by the calendar year. I don't know, but I know what we have to do to make sure that we can bring it down. Okay, if you know what you got to do to bring it down, and you know, and you're certain of that, and you know how long, therefore, it should take to bring it down, um, that that answer to me makes no sense. So, question, are you bothered by inflation? I know I am. We talked about gas prices last night. If you want to chime in on gas prices tonight, the question is, is Joe Biden uh, and Congress in general, Democrats and Republicans, out of touch with what you're experiencing? Or do you think that either of these political parties actually understands what it's like to try to fill up your car or your truck or your SUV or whatever 
uh, in this day and age, or what prices actually are at the supermarket. I'm the member in my family that actually shops at the supermarket. So I know, I know, and I don't like what I'm seeing. Who, who do you blame? And do you think it's going to impact the upcoming elections in November? I think it is the single most important issue, pocketbook issue. James Carville and I actually agree on this. One of the few things I've ever agreed with, James Carville. I'd love to hear from you. What, have you noticed inflation? And what, in what way have you noticed it? Uh, what product do you buy? And if you are a newborn, a parent with a newborn, seriously, how tough is it to find baby formula? That has to be a terrifying prospect. 617-254-1030, Let's talk bread and butter. Bread and butter issues for the balance of the night, heading to the midnight hour. I want to know what your experience has been. If you're out there, wherever you are, I suspect there's no one tonight who's going to call me and say, hey, this inflation thing isn't bothering me, but I'd like to know how much it's bothering you, and will it impact how you're likely to vote this November, because I think it's going to have a huge impact. We'll be back on Nightside. Feel free to join the call. Join us on the on the phone. You can talk to people Actually, people in, you can't talk to people, but people in 38 states will hear your opinion. That's a, that's a pretty powerful microphone. Take advantage of it. Coming back on Nightside. Now, back to Dan Ray, live from the Window World Nightside Studios on WBZ News Radio. All right, we're going right to the calls. And, um, well, before I do that, let me, let me ask Rob to play um, two sound bites. Uh, th- first of all, this is. Joe Biden explaining how he's going to take care of inflation. Uh, This is from his news conference today. Cut 58, please, Rob. Cut 58. I want every American to know that I'm taking inflation uh, very seriously, and it's my top domestic priority. And I'm here today to talk about solutions, and there's going to be more we're going to have to talk about as well. But first, I want us to be crystal clear about the problem. There are two leading causes of inflation we're seeing today. The first cause of inflation is a once-in-a-century pandemic. Not only did it shut down our global economy, it threw the supply chains and demand completely out of whack, especially in countries where more effective recovery responses uh, uh, weren't available, especially in those sectors that rely on semiconductors. These supply challenges have been further uh, hampered uh, by uh, the onset of Delta and Omicron viruses. Okay. We had the pandemic in 2020. We didn't have inflation, Mr. President. Maybe you could explain that to me. So let's take cut 59. A second cause, Mr. Putin's war in Ukraine. You saw, we saw in March that 60% of inflation that month was due to price increases at the pump for gasoline. Putin's war has raised food prices as well because Ukraine and Russia, two of the world's major breadbaskets for wheat and corn, are essentially completely stalled. Ukraine has 20, 20 million tons of grain in storage and silos right now. They're trying to figure out how to get out of the country and to market, which would reduce prices around the world. Normally, Normally, we'd have already begun to export them into the market. Okay. Um, inflation predated 
Putin's war in Ukraine, Mr. President. Let's go to phone calls. Let's see what people think. And also, if you maybe there are people out there who don't see inflation as an issue. So let's take it on. Let's go to Pete and Revere. Pete, you were first this hour on Nightside. Thank you for calling in. Go right ahead, sir. Yes. Hi, uh, hi Dan. Hey, Before Pete. I say that, I, I want to back up because for the last couple of nights I was trying to call you. And on Sunday, it wasn't you, but somebody else, which was also Mother's Day. Because uh, I wanted to correct a few things that, uh, that that the whole country saw on TV, and that was that wonderful morning show every Sunday morning. I don't want you. I don't want to mention names because I don't think thank you. you. You folks don't like that, okay? No, I do not. I shows. do not. And I, I'm, I know. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm not. I'm not, I'm not mentioning. Yeah, everybody okay. knows what I'm talking about. They did a wonderful presentation on the Lincoln Memorial, okay? And um, they talk about the architect. And now he, he copied the Pythonagon, all this other stuff. But never once did they mention the sculptor, Daniel Chester French. Now, that to me was a big boo-boo, all right? Uh, not because he's from <clears throat> Concord here, but he also did Reverend Harvard in Harvard Yard and the Minuteman statue in Concord. Oh, okay. All right? Now, all right. And, and the other thing, the other thing was, <clears throat> uh, oh, Mother's Day. I didn't hear anybody mention Julia Ward Howe. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know Pete, something? You know, I got to agree with you on that, Pete. I All Mother's Day, I was walking around yeah. waiting for someone to mention right. Julia Ward Howe. Well, and here, guess what? Here I am. Wait, I didn't wait, mention, no, no one here mentioned Julia Ward Howe to right. me. I'm stunned right. at that. Right. Yeah, right. I, I don't understand. And then, I, I, and, yeah, I think you're right on the money there, Pete. I mean, how can you how can you. you actually go through Mother's Day without mentioning <laughs> Julia Ward Howe? That, that's my point. That's my yeah. Point. You're right, and, Pete. And, uh, okay, yeah. I'm and glad you got that she in. Did was, thank you. Did she do Who was Julia Ward Howe, by the way? Who was she? She also wrote the Battle Hymn of the Republic. Yeah. Okay. In, and so, what's the connection hymn. to Mother's okay. Day? She wrote. Uh, she she founded Mother's Day. Julia oh, Ward Howe. Okay. Good enough. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. glad I'm glad you brought yeah. it to my attention because I got to tell well, you, I haven't you, thought you of Julia Ward Howe in probably 50 years, if I if I can recall. I'm I'm trying to go through my brain right now. Let's talk about tonight. Yeah. I assume that's why you really called her. If you want to talk more about Julia Ward Howe, that's okay too. Well, I, I want to mention something about uh, Reverend Harvard's statue. If I'm sure you've seen it in the yard. Here's the problem. The Here's the problem. Pete. I, if yeah. I if we were talking about that. I would love to talk about it, but the problem is we got a topic on the table that we're talking about, which is inflation, and that's kind of a right. I just I just turned it on. You're right, but I don't agree with anything that the president said. Okay, all these blaming things on Putin and everything else. I think we know where the real issues are, so I don't want to debate that. I know you love to debate. All right, I'm just uh, I'm no, sorry. No, I just like to know what happening. you think. What have you noticed? What have you noticed? Do you, go, paying, do you have a do you ever go to the store, the Pete? I'm paying through the nose. And as far as the baby formula, I'm archaic. I'm older than you. You know, my parents used to heat up milk in the, in the, in the, on the stove, okay? Yeah. And the yeah. other thing they did, they washed, they washed diapers, you know? Yes, so, that's true. Uh, you yeah, know, that's... yeah. And, and, uh, and then even with the formulas, I have a cousin back in the, uh, in the 60s. She bought some, um, you know, baby food that came in cans. I'm not going to mention the name of it. But it was a bad batch. A lot of people got sick. And then that company sent out cases, you know, when they corrected the problem to people. Luckily, the babies didn't die. But that's why it's dangerous to try to do these things on your own if you okay. don't know what you're doing. Okay. You. But again, I'm you. sorry about all of that. Uh, I mean, I don't want to see people hoard the stores. 
you know, for these things or whatever, but uh, it's a tough thing. And I don't have young kids. It would be a problem, a big problem. All right, uh, people, you got us started. And um, I, I just hope that probably maybe we'll get some more people talking about Julia Ward Howe tonight. <laughs> anyway, Pete, well, thank you for your call. Maybe, you know, you know, I'm the, you know, I'm a historian in Boston. I've given over 3,000 tours of the city. I've offered you one with your good friend Kenny, Mike Kenner, my friend. Well, I know well. exactly. I maybe know exactly some, who you are, yeah. but you just were a yeah. little off well, topic. Maybe, if it was Mother's we'll Day, if I was doing the show on Mother's Day, Julia Ward Howe would have been. Right out, right out in front. That's for sure. Pete, I got to scoot here because I actually got a break for news, and then we're going to talk about inflation and we're going to talk about um, a shortage of baby food. But I appreciate your call as always. Thanks, Pete. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great night. Okay, you know the thing that's great about Nightside is we kind of give people a wide opportunity here. So you know, I'm not going to pull the leash in on Pete. Um, he made some interesting points. Uh, I hope you can make some interesting points about your experience with inflation. Are you bothered by it or? No, maybe you're not. I don't know. It's the cruelest tax. It's a cruel tax for old pe- older people as well. Because when you're on fixed income and inflation comes through like this one's coming through, poof, big problems. So do you have confidence in President Biden that he's got this under control? I don't, frankly. But please, maybe you can make, you can make me see it a different way. Back on Nightside, 617-254-1030, 888-929-1030. And again, the line that I always love to provide to people quietly is 617-931-1030. And uh, ladies, don't let the men dominate this topic. We're coming right back on Nightside. Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. All right, we're talking inflation. I think we got all of the conversation about Mother's Day off the table. Let me go to Pat in Pembroke. Pat, welcome. Next on Nightside. Thank you for calling in. Go right ahead. I'm sorry, Dan, but um, um, I just want to say that I have a grandnephew in Florida yep. who is a preemie, and I have a grandnephew in New Hampshire. And who is supplying us with um, the baby food? And also, please tell me it's not China. No, I, well, thank you very much. I'm assuming, and I am not an expert on this, because it's been a long time since we bought baby food in our family. Uh, <laughs> our kids were babies. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm sure there are some people out there who will answer that question for, for us. I can't believe it's from China, because I don't believe that you would ship stuff. I assume it's, it's um, you know, made by companies in America. Why wouldn't it be? I mean... <laughs> you raise yeah, you raise a fundamental I question so. that I hadn't thought of, um, <laughs> because everything seems to be made in China. But oh, there's no doubt about I that. Sure, so everything, right? That uh, but there are companies in America that are making baby food, but also my grandnephew in in Florida, he's a preemie. And um, my other grandnephew that is in New Hampshire. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. He's, he's a year old, so, but I'm not sure if he's still on it or not. Okay, l- let, me, let me try to answer a little bit of this for you, and maybe others will have a better answer. Um, beech nut uh, is a baby foods manufacturer of all sorts of baby formulas for toddlers and kids. Earth's Best, that sounds like organic foods for instant infants and babies. Gerber is an American company. I'm assuming these are all American companies. Heinz Baby, oh, a food so. producer that carries a full range of products. Nature's One. Um, manufactures organic pediatric medical foods in the U.S., um, Parents' Choice, Plum Organics, and Similac. I remember Similac is produced by Abbott Laboratories. So, oh, I remember Similac. When, yeah. So when I don't know the percentage I of... I took care of, of my nieces and nephews, so I remember Similac. Yeah, but, but I don't... i got to be honest with you. I would hope... I can't imagine... That we are allowing, I mean, if, if baby food is manufactured in Canada, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, if it's manufactured in Mexico, I don't have a problem with that because those are contiguous countries. But, man, if baby food it has to be sent over from I just can't believe that it would be sent from China. Um, but, oh, again, thank, maybe there'll be you. someone who's, who's smarter than I am in this and can, and can tell me that there is baby food from China. Or maybe not. I'm trying to Google my... I don't have a producer at this time of night. Rob is there, uh, obviously, mm-hmm. for uh, you know to, to handle callers. But I don't have like a staff member who's st- sitting here. I'm, I'm doing this as I talk to you. And I'm just throwing, throwing, it, throwing it out here for the fun of it. I'm hoping that someone out there might be able to tell us. Baby food made in China. Okay, so here's a question. Gerber is a baby nutrition food under Nestle. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, Nestle says, <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, Nestle's and its Gerber Baby Foods unit have responded to allegations posted on social media in China that the brand's cereals made and sold in the country contain dangerous levels of toxin. Um, but um, I got to tell you, maybe it's... Uh, <laughs> God, I would hope not. I would hope not. Um, I don't have an answer to that. I will try my darndest to to get you to get you an answer. But I I think it's great if if we made um, you know baby food that, that we sent to China. But I can't yeah. believe. I, but you you've piqued my curiosity now, so I got to figure this out. 
<laughs> Do you know that, or were you just we just shooting uh, in the no, dark? That that no, that's just a shot in the dark. That um, I would hope that our that we are making it here because we have all the um, we have all the constrictions. Well, I'm just go- I'm just googling here. Um, baby food made in China, um, and mm. it's tough to read this stuff. Uh, Gerber baby food is made in Cincinnati. It's the only baby food brand that's made in America by American workers. Gerber is one of the most well-known baby food products in America, with over 57 billion jars sold since 1992. Since 19 19- 22. That doesn't impress me. Uh, it says mm. its company factories are located primarily in Ohio uh, in Minnesota. But um, but but I guess there was some concern about baby food in China. I'm not con- concerned about baby food in China. If they make if no, we make I'm baby food and we send it to China. All right, I got to let you run, Pat. You've raised the question that I don't know the answer to, but I'll strive to get it done. I'm hoping some listeners out there can help us in this one. Okay, thanks, Pat. All right, thank you. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Let me go to Bill in Danvers. Bill, uh, you were on the line, so I assume you don't know the answer to that question. But boy, that would be a that would be no, a bad. But, you know, even if it's made here, it could be a simple thing like the jars or a component that they need and they can't get enough of. I mean, I have a customer of mine. He he works with Frito-Lay. And, you know, he has a, a sizable run every week. He goes out. He's in the field to supply, of course, the customers. And he's lucky. He, he can put a full order in for what's needed. And he's lucky to get 40% of that order because they don't have the wrap and the foil, so like the, the Doritos. Uh, yeah. You go down the list. Uh, it's uh, there was uh, a few months ago. Uh, get you went up and down the aisle of market basket, the Gatorade and stuff. Well, come to find out that the plastic lids were a problem. The, the covers for Gatorade. I've also so, I've also you know, been told that um, a lot of um, companies in this country that produce wine are having a problem because there's a shortage, I guess, of wine bottles and also also wine corks. It's crazy. I mean, it, yeah, I, yeah. But you know the the the, the inflation thing. I mean, our, our current um, uh, leader occupant in the White House, Mr. Biden, he thinks his program is just to spend more money. So we're going to print more dollars and continue to devalue the currency, and we're not going to have inflation. I mean, that's that's big biggest part of the problem. That and his energy policy. If he hadn't done those two things, we wouldn't probably have half the inflation we have now. It's it's crazy. Well, I'll, I'll defend the oil companies here. I mean, the oil companies, uh, he's urging the oil companies uh, today to um, to drill more and, and to get their act together. He he came in the first day in office, and he shut down the Keystone Pipeline. And if, if that had been yeah, allowed to continue. A lot of the, the, yeah, he, he signed a lot of the executive orders. The energy secretary was, what, about a year ago when they asked her what the plan was going to be and everything. She basically had a... Had a uh, Kamala Harris, uh, you know, uh, yeah. laughter, you know, like it was a big joke. Yeah, she's the uh, former you know, governor of Michigan, Jennifer Granholm. In Michigan. Granholm, Here's yeah. one. Look, let, and, uh, let me play. I want to play this one for you because I, I think I, I know you well enough. When Joe Biden, when President Biden 
uh, took office on January of 2021, he talked about he was going to bring the country together. Do you remember that promise? Oh, yeah. Okay. So today, he's talking about the ultra-mega Republicans. Rob, can you play cut 63, please? And so I think what's happened is we have, in a sense, I never expected. Let me say, say this carefully. I never expected the ultra-MAGA Republicans who seem to control the Republican Party now to have been able to control the Republican Party. I, I never anticipated that happening. Um, he's not in the Republican Party. Uh, I don't understand why that's even raised as an issue. I mean, obviously he's looking to yeah, try I, to I split, the re- but- split the Republican Party. Do you think that's bringing us together? No, but I I think with his policies, you're going to have more of these uh, mega mega people. uh, I guess you could count me as one. I mean, you know, I work, uh, you know, I'm concerned about energy costs. And, uh, you know, I see people struggling. And, uh, you know, I I, I mean, I'm living it every day. So if you live with it every day and you don't like gas prices and you're drinking the Kool-Aid or you don't have a big trust fund or whatever, I guess, then I guess uh, you're one of those guys. I don't know, you know. uh, Yeah, I... And, uh, you know, I'm hearing terrible things about the uh, fall, the home heating oil. I mean, where I am, we use natural gas. But, I mean, I'm hearing figures of $8, Dan. Or or there could even be shortages. I mean, I don't know if you've heard that. Uh, well, uh, you know, well, certainly, I, don't know. I mean, the, 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 the decision people have to make now is do they fill their tanks at what it is now, 5 or $6? Or, and did they gamble it'll be down in the fall? I don't know what to tell anyone, but it's a gamble, it's a gamble either it. way, you know, it, so... You know, I, I, and I try to get a reserve if you could, because I, I don't, it's just, it's, it's going to be a horrible few years, you know, it's, yeah. it's going to be terrible. Well, again, elections have consequences, and I think yeah. that if, if the president can turn the economy around between now and November, um, his party should do pretty well. Uh, normally, the first um, midterm election after a president comes into office is tough on the, on the, the president's party. I think it might be particularly tough this year, to be honest with you. So, well, yeah, because uh, they don't seem to be changing uh, policies or anything; they're just doubling down. And if you question anything, now now you're labeled, and so that's just going to further divide the country. And uh, well, actually, it probably isn't. It's going to be a big percentage. Of, it's growing every day, Dan. A lot of people are maybe on the fence or weren't. You know, they're going to say, "Hey, this is you know." And they're going to uh, register it in November. Let me well, I want, you know, I'm hoping in the next segment here we'll hear some from some folks in the other part of the country. Massachusetts is the one of the bluest of blue states, our, you know, our home territory. And I don't think you're going to see many Republicans elected here in Massachusetts in 2022. But I think in New Hampshire no, there could but, be uh, some, some changes up in New Hampshire yeah. and elsewhere. Oh, yeah, and uh, I saw... Uh, they had it yesterday up in Bangor, or the paper up there. I don't know if you're following. Paula Page is running again. Well, the sitting governor's at 42%, and he's at 40 So basically, they're almost even. He was yeah. governor before, and he could run again. He'd come back. It'll be interesting, that's for sure. It'll be interesting. Bill, yeah. as always, great to hear your voice. Thank I hope you, your business Thank is you. doing well, I hope. Yeah, I work at it, let me tell you. I haven't no, called sure in do. a while because I've been extra work. busy. So. All right, thanks, Bill. Appreciate your call. All right. Have a great night. Good night. Yeah, bye-bye. 617-254-1030, 888 
Um, we got one more segment coming up here, folks, and I got some open lines, which is always concert- disconcerting, I should say. Um, 617-254-1030, I'll ask a simple question. Do you think Joe Biden can turn the, the economy around within the next six months? Or Joe Biden and the Democrats. I think it's it's going to be a Herculean task. Uh, and I think that there could be a price to pay for the Democrats in November. Maybe not in Massachusetts, maybe not in New England, but in a lot of country in a lot of states around the country. And if you're listening somewhere outside of New England, this is a perfect time to jump on board. Join the conversation. I got open lines at 617-254-1030, and I got open lines at 617-931-1030. Let's light them up. I'll get you in if you dial right now. Coming back on Nightside Dan Ray. Try to talk a little politics, folks. Um, that's the bread and butter of this program. Join the conversation. Now, back to Dan Ray, live from the Window World Nightside Studios on WBZ News Radio. All of a sudden, the phone lines are lighting up. We're going to get everybody in. Stay right there. Let's go to Mike and Braintree. Mike, next on Nightside, how's the president doing on inflation, do you think? I think inflation's kind of rough right now, but um, I think he'll be able to try to do some stuff to help everyone out because I don't think anybody in the government, whether you're right-leaning or left-leaning, wants to see anything like this that everyone's going through. But we came out of a pandemic where there was a shortage of everything. Nobody was working. Nobody was doing much. Everyone wasn't driving. Majority of people were working from home. And then all of a sudden, everything's opened back up and everyone's going back to work. And just manufacturing companies just can't keep up. I think the baby food formula thing, I heard there was a recall somewhere, but I think Enfamil and Garber are made in the U.S. Yeah, I I think from what I'm reading here, and I don't have a specific uh, set of numbers here, but it would appear that most baby food is made in the U.S. It it may be that uh, U.S. companies export baby food to other countries, but I can't. I mean, if we ever allowed... We ever relied on China for baby food. Shame on us. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because I was looking it up, too. I was, um, I was trying to look up some stuff quick, but I think most of them, I think at least when I was looking at it, the top five. Yep. I think you you named one of them. Um, God, I forgot the name. Well, Gerber. Gerber's been around forever. Yeah, Similac Gerber, is Enfamil, one that, yep, that I yeah, remember. All of these are made in, yeah, all of these are made in the U.S. But like you said before, um, obviously with... Uh, inflation is a worldwide problem. The pandemic was a worldwide problem. So you might be right as far as like we're not getting maybe some of the stuff to make, like you said, uh, wrapping paper or corks or or whatever they need to do to package everything fast enough for what we're going through from other countries because everybody else is dealing with their own situation. So I think we're probably at that at that point. All right, fair enough. Mike, I got you in. Thank you so much for calling. Going to get a couple more in before we got to take off here, okay? Thanks, Not buddy. a problem. Thanks, Dan. Keep yep. calling early. Keep calling. Thanks. Well, as we dropped Mike, we just lost one caller. So feel free to fill the lines here, folks. A different caller, Mike, a different Mike, this one in Boston. Mike, next on Nightside. Go ahead. Hi, Dan. Nice to be on. You're welcome. Hey, listen, uh, you, you got a lot of uninformed callers, uneducated got opinions that are totally based on nothing but conjecture. The facts are that we are no longer energy independent. That was a direct result of Biden's first actions when he came into office, shutting down the XL pipeline. Uh, just the, the insanity of it all. Yeah, well, um, the XL pipeline was not producing energy, but yeah, it, it would have been online by now, that's for sure. I think we could use I, it I now. I understand. 
I, I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> he was stepping in the way of progress. Yeah. Um, we, do we buy more oil from Russia than before? Yes, well, I was we surprised we bought any oil from Russia because I thought that we were totally independent, and it was disappointing it's to sickening. hear that. Yeah. It's sickening. Yeah, this administration is the most diverse bunch of imbeciles <laughs> that have ever had a seat where they are, secretary of everything, imbeciles. If we're basing who we choose on the color of their skin rather than the quality of their character and their ability to do the job, well, I, I think we, we, for the most part, I think Marty Walsh was a bit of an exception. I think most of the people who they chose were based on their ideological persuasion. And it's more important also the people who are the underlings on their ideological persuasion. I mean, it's, uh, we'll, we'll see, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens in November, but I don't think it's going to be a, a good, a good November for Democrats, at least at this point. Well, I, I'm a registered Democrat. I plan on changing that. Um, I'm embarrassed by Presley. I'm embarrassed by Warren. I'm embarrassed by Markey. We have over 100,000 deaths from fentanyl from ages 18 to 45 in the U.S. in the past and, 12 and, months. And that sentinel, I watched the CBS News report tonight, that sentinel is coming, that fentanyl coming from China through Mexico over the border. When CBS News is telling us that, there's no doubt about finally, it. Finally. Finally. Yeah. Finally. finally, you're right. Hey, Mike, I got to get Would one you? more in. Do me a favor. Please call earlier because I'd love to hear more from you, okay? Thank you, Dan. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Carol is in Ontario. Carol, you may wrap us up. Go right ahead. Okay, just um, really fast. I just wanted to mention that, you know, here in Canada, it's terrible. If you um, look at the gas prices, um, there's usually there's about four, almost four liters um, to every U.S. gallon. Yep. And we are paying two dollars a liter, so that's almost eight dollars a gallon. Wow! Yeah, it's oh. ridiculous. And our our prime minister doesn't care at all. Like, well, I think Trudeau all... is a dilettante. I mean, I'm not I'm oh. not impressed by him. Yeah. I he's, uh, out of <laughs> he's been around a long time up there. His family's been around a long time up there. I think he feels entitled, and um, yeah. I, I think I I don't think he's going to be around around long in Canada. I mean. You know, I know well, they just I, had an election up there, and, and he survived it by the skin of his teeth. But yeah. um, I, I think, but I think, that that I think uh, a lot of people are thinking that, you know, because of the pandemic, um, you know, the government put out so many programs and, you know, to help people like benefits and things like that. And a lot of people are thinking now that um, they're just trying to get the money back because so, yeah. the, the higher inflation, the higher gas prices, higher taxes, they make extra money off of everything like that. You know what I mean? Like. It, uh, it, I don't know. It, oh, it, it, you just don't see any concern about it at all no, for the I, average I, person. Yeah, I think I think that they're out of touch, and when they're out of touch, generally they're out of office shortly thereafter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, it's it's uh, yeah. It's hey, so Carol, kind of, Carol, thanks yeah. for calling. Do me a favor, okay. call a little earlier so I can talk longer with you. I just, but I'm running yeah. out of time. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. You, I've talked to you before, right. and I enjoy your I enjoy your perspective, and it's great to hear from some of our Canadian listeners. I mean that seriously. Okay. Thank you. Very well, much. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> All right, we're done for the night. Looks to me like I got about thirty five, forty seconds left, so we will uh, wrap it. Thank uh, Rob. Thank Marita. Thank the callers and thank the listeners. And I will be on Facebook uh, post game 
right after the uh, show, Nightside Post Game uh, at WBZ Nightside with Dan Ray. You can like us on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at um, WBZ Nightside. And, of course, you can follow us. We have other websites as well. Thank you so much, everyone. I'll end as always. All dogs, all cats, all pets go to heaven. That's where my pal Charlie Ray is who passed 12 years ago in February. That's where all your pets are who have passed. They loved you and you loved them. And I do believe that we will see them again. I hope to see you again tomorrow night. Please tell your friends about Nightside and never hesitate to call this program. I want to hear more and different voices. Dan Ray for Nightside. Have a great Wednesday, everyone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.